This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. In 1912, there were at least two massive disasters for the United States of America. The sinking of the Titanic and the election of progressive Woodrow Wilson. Just a month after the completion of the grim Titanic recovery operation, Woodrow Wilson addressed the prestigious Economic Club of New York at a hotel bearing the name of one of the Titanic's most prominent victims. Speaking to business leaders at the Times Square's Hotel Astor, Wilson pushed back against the complaints that his ideas opposed the free enterprise system. He believed that wealthy families such as the Astors had turned the American Republic into their own fiefdom. The rich, he said, had to be reined in and their wealth confiscated for the public good if necessary. The very thing that government cannot let alone is business. Wilson blustered. Government cannot take its hands off business. Government must regulate business because that is the foundation of every other relationship. The tragic sinking of the Titanic, a ship that its owners boasted was unsinkable, was the consequence of a hubristic humanist assumption about man's ability to control natural law and to defy the will of God. And so was the candidacy of Woodrow Wilson. If you've ever listened to me on radio or TV, you probably know I hate that guy. And I'm not a member of good standing in the Woodrow Wilson fan club. But what you might not know, however, is that neither is the American public. Not a single recent public opinion survey lists Wilson as among the greatest U.S. presidents. Even Jimmy Carter is more popular. Yes, Jimmy Carter. But unfortunately, the people who write history haven't quite figured out just how awful a president, not to mention a person, Woodrow Wilson actually was. In fact, few former presidents are held in such high esteem by modern liberals and progressives. Historians, most of them progressives themselves, routinely rank Wilson among the top ten of the nation's chief executives. In fact, two polls conducted by Arthur Schlesinger Jr. rated Wilson behind only Lincoln, Washington, and big surprise, Franklin Roosevelt. Now, how can that be explained? Here's Howard University's historian Edna Medford's attempt. How we rank our presidents is, to a large extent, influenced by our own times. Today's concerns shape our views of the past, be it the area of foreign policy, managing the economy, or human rights, end quote. Well, if that's true, it only makes the liberal academic fetish for Wilson even more bizarre. Few presidents displayed such an open contempt for the Constitution they swore to preserve, protect, and defend. Even fewer had such severe disdain for women, minorities, and anyone else who deviated from Wilson's view of the, quote, perfect citizen, end quote. 
Yet some modern progressives have mixed emotions about Wilson. Listen to this actual recording of President Wilson telling Native Americans how good they have had it in America. There are some dark pages in the history of the white man's dealings with the Indians, and many parts of the record are stained with the greed and avarice of those who have thought only of their own profit. But it is also true that the purposes and motives of this great government and of our nation as a whole toward the red men have been wise, just, and beneficent. The remarkable progress of our Indian brothers toward civilization is proof of it and open to all to see. During the past half century, you have seen the schoolhouse take the place of the military post on your reservations. The administration of Indian affairs has been transferred from the military to the civil arm of the government. The education and industrial training the government has given you has enabled thousands of Indian men and women to take their places in civilization alongside their white neighbors. Thousands are living in substantial farmhouses on their own separate allotments of land. Hundreds of others have won places of prominence in the professions, and some have worked their way into the halls of Congress and into places of responsibility in our state and national governments. 30,000 Indian children are enrolled in government, state, and mission schools. The great white father now calls you his brothers, not his children. Because you have shown in your education and in your settled ways of life staunch, manly, worthy qualities of sound character, Embarrassed by his blatant prejudices, a few have demanded that his name be stripped from Princeton's elite Woodrow Wilson School of Government, as Chasing News points out. Rohan, you chased the story to Princeton University, where a bunch of kids are protesting a sit-in at the president's office, upset about the fact that Woodrow Wilson is the name of one of the colleges within the university. What do you got? Yeah, absolutely, guys. Wednesday at Princeton University, members and supporters of student group Black Justice League walked out of class to protest racism that they believe is at their school. They showed up to the office of the university president at Nassau Hall to demand that the name of Woodrow Wilson be stripped off every building program title and a mural in the dining hall uh, be removed. All right, well, I found a big one. Big sign that says Wilson College. The Wilcox Dining Hall is right inside and uh, I peeked through the windows, and guess what I found? Nice, big Woodrow Wilson mural. But the battle doesn't stop at Princeton. There are many other schools fighting the same battle across the country as the D.C. reports. The growing movement to find new appellations for buildings, landmarks, and even bodies of water named after Confederate leaders has finally expanded to reach Woodrow Wilson, America's 28th president. A history teacher at Woodrow Wilson High School in Portland, Oregon, is lobbying for the school to change its name. The teacher, Hyung Nam, has been calling for a new name for Wilson High for several months. The history teacher wrote in an April 22nd email to all staffers, we'd have to be ignorant about history to continue to affiliate ourselves with this man. Yet most still seem to excuse him, in much the same way they excuse the abhorrent behavior of people like Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, or Robert Byrd, simply because these people represent an ideology that they support. Never is this more apparent than in the case of Woodrow Wilson. 
Here, for example, is an all-too-typical description of him from the nonpartisan University of Virginia's Miller Center. Woodrow Wilson was one of America's greatest presidents. His domestic program expanded the role of the federal government in managing the economy and protecting the interests of citizens. His foreign policy established a new vision of America's role in the world, and he helped to make the White House the center of power in Washington. Most historians rank him among the five most important American presidents, along with Washington, Lincoln, and the Roosevelts. Note how the Miller Center folks call him one of the greatest, not the most consequential, which might actually be accurate. And also note that they directly tie his greatness to expanding the role of the federal government and the creation of an imperial presidency. But it's not just academics like those at the Miller Center who display a fawning love for Wilson. In 2002, an episode of the PBS series American Experience glowingly, quote, explores the transformation of a history professor into one of America's greatest presidents, end quote. Radical liberal Prime Minister David Lloyd George, who in many ways was Britain's version of Wilson, once even likened Woodrow Wilson to Jesus Christ. In the 1960s, President Lyndon Baines Johnson, another Wilson acolyte, spearheaded the formation of D.C.'s Woodrow Wilson Center. In announcing the project, Johnson proclaimed that there could be no more fitting monument to the memory of Wilson than an institution devoted to the highest ideals of scholarship and international understanding, end quote. In November 2015, the Washington Post columnist Richard Cohen even penned an article titled Woodrow Wilson was a racist, but he deserves our understanding, end quote. So why does Woodrow Wilson deserve our understanding when others do not? Is it because he was a transformational progressive who supported liberal causes such as the Federal Reserve System, the Federal Trade Commission, the implementation of the federal income tax, and the creation of a global world government, the League of Nations? Oh, make no mistake, you can bet it is. Wilson's presidency was the beginning of the end for the radical experiment of individual liberty that the founders had fought for. So how did it happen? Well, much like the case of the Titanic, the story of how something goes from mighty, brave, and unsinkable to slowly breaking apart and becoming a footnote in history requires the same relentless forces of humanity that the founders tried so hard to protect its citizens from hubris, greed, and most of all, fear. Want more cereals? You can listen to every episode at glennbeck.com slash cereals. Next week, you'll learn about the progressive liars in the failed temperance movement, prohibition, and the man who redefined the term progressive forever, FDR. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. I am a big fan of disruptive ideas, and this year, Casper Mattresses is on the top of my list. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I love sleeping on my Casper mattress. Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at an unbelievably fair price. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. And better yet, it breathes so you don't wake up drenched in sweat. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. 
Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your home. And if you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund everything. Imagine that, a company so confident that their product is what you want that they'll offer a 100% refund. Made in America, with free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Get $50 off of any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash glenn and use the promo code glenn. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to casper.com slash glenn, casper.com slash glenn, 